the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinals softball is on the air. Swing, fly ball, right center field. It's out of here. Cardinals retake the lead two to one. How about this? Kenzie Scheid having a night. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Obelia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Case Realty Group. Diana and Jordan Butler. Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. CNO Insurance. CEM Supply. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. SK Wood PC. Aylitz Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing and Embroidery. Jungle Pets. Matt Halen Homes. McDonald's of Branch County. Midwestern Realty Group. Nottawa Gas Company of Taconja and Nottawa. Surf Pro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties. Union Pallet and Container. EJ West Financial Advisor with Edward Jones. And Jay Wright Financial Advisor with Edward Jones. And warm greetings from Wise Field, just north of Marshall High School and Walters Elementary in Marshall. Coldwater Cardinal softball is on the air. It's a very highly anticipated doubleheader between Coldwater and Marshall. For first place in the interstate eight standings, I'm Sean Watson. Mike Murphy, my broadcast partner today, will be joining us momentarily as he is getting the lineup cards for the second game of our doubleheader. We hit the air in between games of the twin bill, and the Cardinals were able to scratch out a couple of runs in the top of the seventh inning to win game one, two to one, two runs, five hits, no errors for the Cardinals, one run, three hits, three errors for the Red Hawks. Cardinals improved to 25 and eight overall, and they're currently 10 and one in the interstate eight, a game ahead of Marshall. Uh, the Red Hawks dropped to nine and two in the I-8, 24 and 10 overall with the loss. Our between games report is brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title, wishing good luck to the Cardinals. When buying or selling your home, ask your realtor or banker. Use Branch County Abstract and Title for your title insurance and closing needs. It's your choice. Locally owned and operated, Branch County Abstract and Title has been serving Branch County since 1868. Contact them at 278-6960. We'll take this three-minute break and be back with more from Wise Field at Marshall. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Softball on WTVB. Recycling your cardboard with Union Pallet and Container Company of Coldwater can deliver real value to your business and the environment. Recycling just one ton of cardboard saves more than 17 trees and eliminates landfill waste. To learn how you can help save the environment by recycling your company's cardboard, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. The birds are singing. The sun is shining. It's everyone's favorite time of year. It's also the time to find that perfect piece of property. Are you looking to move into a new home or looking for that unique piece of land to build on? Then I'm the one to call. When you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell at Case Realty Group in Coldwater. I have the experience and knowledge to find that perfect place. See all the new listings when you visit caserealtygroup.com. Case Realty Group is your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Visit us now at caserealtygroup.com. 
It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. When this is a waterfall in nature, there's no cause for concern. But when it's the sound of water pouring through your living room ceiling because a pipe burst inside the wall, you need to call SurfPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties at 800-SURF-PRO. Only the cleanup specialists at SurfPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties can help make fire and water damage like it never even happened. So call 800-SURF-PRO when water threatens your home or business. SurfPro, fire and water, cleanup and restoration. Independently owned and operated. When this is a crackling campfire, there's no cause for concern. But when it's the sound of your cabinets cracking and smoldering following a fire that's damaged your entire kitchen, you need to call SurfPro Branch in South Calhoun Counties at 800-SURF-PRO. Only the cleanup specialists at SurfPro Branch in South Calhoun Counties can make fire and water damage like it never even happened. So call 800-SURF-PRO when fire threatens your home or business. SurfPro, fire and water, cleanup and restoration. Independently owned and operated. As we all live longer, age really is just a number, but retirement is so much more than one. Hi, I'm Jay Wright, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I want to know what your retirement means to you. Together, we can take a look at the big picture and make a strategy to help you reach your goals. Because you can't prepare for the unexpected if you don't know where you're headed. Call me at 279-1938 to get started today. That's 279-1938. Edward Jones, member SIPC. 95.5 95.5 WTVB. Welcome back to Wise Field in Marshall. Sean Watson now joined by Coach Mike Murphy. Justin Lopshire back at the WTVB studios producing and engineering. We're in between games of the doubleheader between Coldwater and Marshall. Cardinals got the win 2-1. to one. What did you think of that first game, Murph? Boy, it was, it was high school softball at its finest. Uh, reminded you so much of the Western doubleheader. Uh, hits at a premium. Uh, very few walks, one walk in the entire game. And uh, just take advantage of those uh, opportunities when you had them. The Cardinals getting their two runs in the top of the seventh and a couple fielding errors and, that they took advantage of and made it hold up in that 2-1 to one win. So a great start here in game one. We're going to see Maya Porter on the mound here in game two, and let's see if they can, uh, they can get the pair here. I was going to say, this is just fresh off of uh, her being called up from the JVs and picking up uh, her first varsity win in the second game of the doubleheader against Hanover Horton last uh, Thursday. Right, right. And Maya, you know, she, uh, we know what to expect from her and the basketball era and so forth. And uh, she's, a, she's a competitor and uh, she'll be ready to go here in game two. So did you get any intel on uh, what might be ailing Kenzie Scheid, who we normally see pitch the nightcaps of uh, Coldwater League doubleheaders? Yeah, no, I didn't get to that with Coach DeBow, but uh, um, they're busy down there at the moment. But, uh, yeah, it makes us wonder because certainly Kenzie's done a great job on the hill this year, and we didn't see her batting in game one. She is going to be in the cleanup spot here in game two. 
Well, the two runs, five hits, no errors for the Cardinals in game one. Run, one run, three hits, three errors for Marshall. Red Hawks finally broke the no-hit bid of Alexis Bills, the starting and winning pitcher. Alexis Steely doubled the lead off the bottom of the sixth inning. Gwen Beach popped up to first base. And then pinch hitter Laney Churchill hit a single. Emily Hurst uh, sacrificed fly to center field to bring home Alexis Steely, who had advanced to third on Churchill's single. And then uh, Cora Churchill uh, struck out to end the bottom of the sixth inning. Top of the seventh, Danica Cox led off with a double. Brooklyn Carey got on board on a fielding error by the third baseman, Cora Churchill, that allowed Cox to score and tie the game up. And then Marin DeBow got on board on a fielding error by the third baseman. That allowed Carey to slide home, head first slide, touch the bag ahead of the throw back home. And the Cardinals took the lead from there. Morgan Dancer, a grounder to first for the first out. Coley Burkhardt, a grounder to second. And Riley Rice flew out to center. Yeah, and, and Danica had maybe the strongest hit of the game, leading off that top of the seventh. Just a, maybe a foot or so fair down the left field line. She pulled it, a line drive. That leadoff double got the Cardinals going. Um, Marshall did the same thing in the bottom of the sixth. They had a leadoff double that led to their run. So, uh, yeah, just key hits at the right time. Uh, boy, that's, that's what it's all about in high school softball. And, and uh, obviously Marshall is right there at the top of the league here with the Cardinals and Western what we've been able to see so far this spring. So the bottom of the seventh inning, uh, Brielle Kelly struck out looking. Uh, Hannah Burdett doubled, advanced to third on a ground out to the pitcher by Bailey Parker. And then with two outs, Brooke Carden flew out to center field. And that was a pretty good poke that Carden made. But every uh, ball hit to uh, the center fielder, Brooklyn Carey, she was able to Sweep that up like a shop vac. <laughs> Whether she was going right, left, she does cover a lot of ground out there and had quite a few putouts tonight. So coming into today's doubleheader, the Cardinals and Red Hawks tied atop the league standings at 9-1. and one. Of course, with the win, the Cardinals improving to 10-1 and one in the league. Marshall dropping to 9-2. and two. Western at 9-3 and three in the league. Harper Creek at six and six, Lumen Christie at five and seven, Northwest at four and six, Penfield at two and ten, Hastings at zero oh and ten. So for the Marshall fans here, the uh, best chance would be to earn a split of the double header. Uh, games coming up tomorrow. The Cardinals are hosting Lumen Christie. Marshall is hosting winless Hastings. Western has a little bit more of a challenge against Harper Creek, so we could potentially see the Cardinals get a two-game lead over Marshall in the uh, softball standings uh, at the end of the night, or we could be tied atop the league again, and based on the outcome of tomorrow's games, we could be looking at a potential three-way championship. Yeah, it is. It's that tight at the top for sure, and uh, and uh, fans really enjoyed this opener. A pretty decent crowd both uh, for both squads of uh, fans, and uh, I think we'll see the same thing as they await game two here. Coley Burkhardt had a couple singles. Carly Nicely a single. Danica Cox with a single and a double. Those were the five Coldwater hits. And for Marshall, Hannah Burdett with a double. Alexis Steely with a double. Laney Churchill with a single. The winning pitcher, Alexis Bills, gave up the one run. Earned on three hits. No walks, six strikeouts. 
Emily Hurst, the starting pitcher for Marshall, took the loss, gave up two unearned runs, five hits, one walk. She only had two strikeouts. Yeah, she, you know, both pitchers were impressive in this opener, obviously. Bills did a great job changing speeds, keeping the uh, Red Hawk hitters off balance. I thought Coley leading off as uh, with two hits that she had and and from her catcher position you know marshall one of their one of their keys is their speed on the base paths they've stolen over 90 bases and uh, only been caught something like nine times so uh you know keeping them off the the bases was a big deal for the cardinals in this game one win we're in between games of the doubleheader. We'll go ahead and take this break and be back with more. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Softball on WTVB. If you're a farmer, your land is your work site. Maybe hunting land or maybe your home, but mostly your land is your investment. Midwestern Realty Group in Coldwater knows that your land is your legacy. And to grow it, you may want to expand. How do you do that with rising interest rates and record low inventory? You contact us here at Midwestern Realty Group. We are opportunity creators. As our name implies, we are a group, a team really, of 18 real estate professionals with over 300 combined years of experience that works for you half our team owns lake property and or vacant land all of our team owns property we know what we're doing through the highs and lows of real estate sales we're one of branch county's top listing and selling offices every year put our team and experience to work for you for farmland vacant land vacation and hunting land or for your dream home we're ready to provide you opportunity i'm jill i'm doug i'm carrie michelle here i'm sharon and this is jim bowers and we are Midwestern Realty Group at 685 East Chicago Road in Coldwater and online at MidwesternRealty.com. Hey, who's got team spirit? We do. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing, and embroidery. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey, and here at Integrity, we specialize in expressing your team spirit with your school logo t-shirts, varsity jackets, and even winter items like coats, scarves, and hats. But we're much more than that. We design and print promotional items, banners, and more. We'll print it up, and you show it off. Call 278-8101. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing, and embroidery at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. Folding a fitted sheet, programming the thermostat, matching your socks. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your home doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like finding that missing sock. That's simple human sense. The no problem people, your local auto owner's agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lyons, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. Are you looking to trade up or buy your first RV? Either way, your first stop should be Halet's Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers in Coldwater. I'm Chase Halet. Hi, I'm Vanessa Halet. When you shop here first, you'll find an incredible inventory and some incredibly low prices on pre-loved RVs just waiting for a new home. I'm Merrick and my mom is right. We're proud to offer you this selection because we help people sell their RVs. So you get the deal. Mylon here. Some of these units are like new. We have campers from 2001 right up to last year. Shop here first. Check out the selection and prices. If you check elsewhere, you'll see that Halitz Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers is your best choice. Our goal is to make your next family vacation one that fits your budget. And offer you an opportunity to create some great family memories. Now, if you'd like to sell your RV, we can do that too. We do all of the work so you don't have to. All you have to do is just pick up a check. We can sell your RV, boat, car, or trailer. Come see us at Halitz Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, two miles east of Meyer on US 12 Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 
from the WTVB scoreboard over at Joe Cooper Field on the Marshall High School campus. The baseball doubleheader, game one, bottom of the sixth inning, Marshall leading Coldwater 3-2. to two. Joe Cooper, as you and I both know, a contemporary of legendary Coldwater coach Pat Lau. You know, so right, uh, Sean. Legendary in their own rights, not only at their own schools, but certainly in Michigan and region-wise. Um, boy, both were such key figures in baseball becoming what it has become between these two uh, rivals. Of course, Joe Cooper for many years headed up the American Amateur Baseball Congress, uh, which is in charge of uh, Mickey Mantle, Stan Musial, uh, other levels of amateur baseball. Yes, and, and you know, Coldwater uh, being able to host the Mickey Mantle regional tournament there at Lau Field for so many years, just a, a real showcase. So Wise Field, the last time that we came up here to broadcast a softball game, uh, this did not have a name attached to it, but uh, it was recently renamed in honor of Cliff and Phyllis Wise, both longtime Marshall boosters. Phyllis Wise, uh, we found out, was a player in the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League, made famous, of course, in the movie and limited series A League of Our Own. Yeah, you know, we just were watching that movie this weekend with our granddaughters. And uh, so then we were looking up a couple of the co-water connections. Alice Halet, who was a, a really strong pitcher in that league, and and uh, Mrs. Harding. I'm blanking on her first name right now. But, uh, yeah, Jean Harding, I believe. Uh, boy, we had two two real strong uh, participants in that league. And, and then to find out Phyllis Wise as well up here. For a long time, a lot of people have seen Marshall softball not be particularly great, but uh, here they're now uh, 24 and 10 on the season, uh, nine and two in the interstate eight, sixth season for their head coach, Aaron Ambler. Uh, Marshall softball has really come along over the last few years. Well, they have, and, and you know, he's got a good program going here, and and uh, I see he and Coach DeBoe talking quite a bit between games, so a good respect there. And, and uh, you know, both these squads obviously having good seasons and, and looking to continue that. It's, it's not going to be too long, Sean, until it's uh, district time. Speaking of the districts, the Cardinals will have to come right back here to Wise Field next Tuesday for the pre-district in the Harper Creek uh, District. Harper Creek is hosting the district, but the pre-district game will be right here next Tuesday back at Wise Field. And now Coldwater being in D2 this uh, year, Division 2 rather than Division 1 as we saw last year. And of course, you and I remember they were not only one out, but one strike potentially away from uh, making it uh, a first ever regional championship, if not for that uh, homer hit by Manawan. Yes, yes. Down to the last strike it was. And uh, hey, they. They certainly uh, have that as a goal, I'm sure, this year uh, in the tournament-wise, and let's hope they can uh, they can reach that goal. 
as they continue here in this last week of the regular season. So the last time the Cardinals were in action before today, they split a doubleheader against Hanover Horton, lost the opener 15-3 to in five innings. This was a contest where a lot of uh, regulars were playing outside of position or were getting rested. Danica Cox was the starting pitcher for the Cardinals. And then in the nightcap, Cardinals beat Hanover Horton 6-5 to in what wound up being Maya Porter's pitching debut. Yeah, Maya had a real strong game. You know, Danica in that opener kind of took one for the team. You know, uh, uh, she stayed in there and, and saved saved the relievers. Uh, you know, they knew it wasn't a super important uh, doubleheader. The Bills did get in an inning uh, late in that contest to right. uh, finally spell uh, Danica. Yep, yep. So, um, and they were resting a few regulars, as you mentioned, and, and so... Looked, looked more like the Coldwater Cardinals uh, we saw here in the opener. So Emily Hurst, the starting pitcher for the Marshall Redhawks, the sophomore, is warming up. Here's the starting lineup for Coldwater, leading off and catching Carly Nicely. Batting second, second baseman Riley Rice. Batting third, the shortstop Riley Van Aken. Batting clean and playing first base, Kenzie Scheid. Batting fifth, the DP designated player, Alexis Bills. She will hit for the... Flex player, the left fielder, Morgan Dancer. Batting sixth, the starting pitcher, Maya Porter. Batting seventh and playing right field, Danica Cox. Batting eighth, center fielder, Brooklyn Carey. And batting ninth and playing third base, Marin DeBow. For the Marshall Redhawks, leading off in pitching will be Emily Hurst. Batting second, third baseman, Cora Churchill. Batting third, left fielder, Brielle Kelly. Batting cleanup, the catcher, Hannah Burdett. Batting fifth, shortstop Bailey Parker. Batting sixth, first baseman Brooke Carden. Batting seventh, center fielder Alexis Steely. Batting eighth, right fielder Gwen Beach. Batting ninth, the DP Helena Gombas. The flex player will start at second base, Ella Wilson. Well, and this is really a big game for Marshall. You know, if they can get this win here in game two, they're going to stay as a possible co-champ, so... They're continuing with their uh, game one pitcher here in game two. Not only the game one pitcher, but the game one entire lineup from uh, top to bottom. First pitch to Carly Nicely is a ball, and we are underway. Nicely coming into the doubleheader, a 411 batting average, 491 on base percentage, 505 slugging average. And right away, she breaks up the no hitter with a single to shallow center field. Good way to start it off, Carly. Got the leadoff spot, first base, and now that's going to bring up Riley Rice. Coming into today's doubleheader, the pitcher, Emily Hurst. She's just a sophomore, 128 in a third innings pitched, a 16-2 and two record with a save. Has given up 71 runs, 46 earned, 119 hits, 47 walks, 140 strikeouts, an ERA of 2.509, and a whip of 1.294. That is, of course, walks plus hits per innings pitched. First pitch to Riley Rice, squares up to Bunt, scooped up by Hurst, flips it to Brooke Carden, the first baseman for the first out. Nisley advances to second. Yeah, Nisley uh, did get a courtesy runner. It's Morgan Dancer in for her now. Uh, Good catch. For, yeah, <laughs> for the catcher, Nisley. Now here comes Riley Van Aken. Oh, she's had a big bat. Uh, she leads the team in hitting with a 478 batting average coming into the doubleheader, 529 on base, 922 slugging average. Co-leader in home runs with Kenzie Scheid, seven apiece. 
Yeah, she's had an amazing freshman season. Did not get a hit in game one. Swing and a miss. She's behind on the count now, 0-2. She was battling a little bit of a uh, bruise, a bone bruise on her hand. I think it was her left hand, Coach DeBow was saying a couple of days ago. Swing and a miss, strike three. We are in the combined press box <laughs> slash concession stand, and uh, if I remember correctly, that would be Emily Hurst's uh, mother working the concession stand downstairs. I, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Kenzie Scheid, first pitch swinging toward foul territory and out of play just past the right field fence. Yeah, we didn't see Kenzie at the bat in game one. Did play first base, but uh, now she's in that familiar cleanup position. Dancer, the courtesy runner for nicely at second. She's there with two outs, top of the first inning. Game two, no score. Cardinals won the opener, two to one. An outstanding opener to this doubleheader, and to be honest, Murph, we expect more of the same for this contest. One and one, the count on Shy. Next pitch from Hurst, swing, fly ball to right and field. That ball's deep. And it's going to drop in front of the fence and bring home the first run of the game. Stand up double. No, Scheid is making it a bid for a triple, and she's there standing up. RBI triple for Kenzie Scheid. The Cardinals are up 1-0. That uh, Kenzie right-hand hitter took that ball on the outside part of the plate and just drove it to deep right field. It's really hard seeing the uh, signs indicating how deep right field is, but as I was heading my way to the bathroom, I saw that it's only 201 feet to straightaway right field. Ball one to Alexis Bills. Scheid is on third with two outs. Next pitch is outside, 2-0. Yeah, that ball didn't take long to get out there. It was really spanked, and uh, I, I think one, maybe one hop the fence. Swing and a high, towering pop-up to right field. It's going to be brought in by Gwen Beach for the final out, the right fielder. But the Cardinals grab the early lead, 1-0 over Marshall in game two of this softball doubleheader. We head to the bottom of the frame. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Softball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. Like to be a pet owner to something unusual? Something slimy? Hairy. Slithery. Or downright homely? Something that might even terrify the average person? Come to Jungle Pets. For the squeamish, don't worry. They also have cute and furry pets. New arrivals weekly. So stop by often or check their Facebook page. Jungle Pets also carries food and supplies for all the pets they sell, including live and frozen feeders that you won't find anywhere else in Branch County. Jungle Pets in downtown Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Emily Hurst, Cora Churchill, and Brielle Kelly do up for Marshall. Bottom of the first inning. Facing 
A freshman pitcher, Maya Porter, in her one varsity start, which was the win against Hanover Horton last Thursday. Uh, she went all seven innings, gave up five runs, two of them earned on seven hits, one walk, and eight strikeouts, and an ERA of 2.00 after her varsity debut. You know, we don't have uh, her JV stats where, where she spent most of the year, but I know she has uh, uh, worked you know, tirelessly on pitching, and uh, certainly that's uh, going to be a big part of her game. What I can tell you is the JVs under Coach Mariah Welke, 24-4, and four, heading into what would have been today's doubleheader back at the Rotary Softball Complex had it not been canceled. Right. First pitch to Emily Hurst, curveball that went way outside 1-0. So we talked about Emily Hurst's hitting bona fides. She has a 396 batting average, 482 on base, 521 slugging coming in. Half cut, it's a grounder foul to the third base side, one and one. Just tried to, the left hand hitter just tried to punch that ball down third base. Marin DeBow, Cardinal third baseman, playing in, recognizing the speed that Hurst has. Hurst went 0 for 3, but she did bring home Marshall's only run in the first game on a sack fly to center. Just like that, Hurst is behind on the count, one and two. Bottom of the first inning, one nothing Cardinals. Next pitch is fastball outside, uh, two and two. Looking out beyond the left field fence, we can see traffic moving along quite nicely along I-94. <laughs> That's right. 2-2 pitch. In the dirt, 3-2. Field's in nice shape here in Marshall. They're doing a nice job. Grass looks great in the outfield. Infield's in great shape. When you also consider that beyond the outfield fence is the football practice field. Payoff yeah. pitch, line drive, foul to the third base side. So Hurst remains alive on the count. Talk about a pressure-packed situation for Maya Porter, your second-ever varsity start against the uh, co-leaders of the league coming in. <laughs> she uh, played a lot of big-time travel ball and uh, is used to being on the hill. And she walks. She's on board first and in steps Cora Churchill. A 433 batting average coming in, 518 on base, a 600 slugging average, but in the first game, not only did she go 0 for 3, but she struck out twice. Yep, tried to bunt there on that first pitch, fouled it off. So nothing and one on Churchill. Marshall trying to answer the run that the Cardinals got in the top of the frame with some of their own. Again, squaring up to bunt, it's ball one. The uh, relay back to first, Hurst is there standing up, unless there's a courtesy runner for Hurst. It doesn't look like it. Now Briley Rice covering first there as Scheid was coming in for the bunt. 1-1 one, one pitch. Again with the bunt. It's picked up by the pitcher, Maya Porter. The toss is to Riley Rice covering first for the out. Hurst slides in successfully to second base on the sacrifice bunt. Handled well by Maya Porter. Got that ball away quickly and a good throw. 
And we were talking about how aggressively uh, Marshall runs the bases. 93 stolen bases coming into the doubleheader. They've only been caught stealing nine times. Kelly showed bunt, but she swung and missed it. First offering from Porter, 0-1. Kelly, a freshman, a 3-12 batting average coming in, 4-0-2 on base, 3-63 slugging. She went 0-3 for 3 in the first game. Next pitch. There's a called strike, 0-2. I know it's really early, but what do you think of the stuff that Maya's been showing so far? 0-2 pitch. Swing, grounder, a high hop. It's going to roll up into shallow center field. Hurst is rounding third, heading home without a throw. RBI single for Brielle Kelly, and we're tied at ones. Got that leadoff walk. (laughs) Scored for Marshall. Nice little bounder up the middle, just between the shortstop and second base. And that ball took a hard hop in front of the second bag. It did. Almost looked like an old AstroTurf uh, ball there. Except we've got natural grass and dirt here at Wise Field. Marshall. First pitch to Hannah Burdett is a called strike. Next pitch. Swing. Grounder. Picked up by Porter. Tosses to second for the force. Relay to first. They got her! So one, four, three, double play to end the inning. That was really a strong uh, play. Maya had to bound her back to her. She had to wait for the shortstop, Riley Van Aken, to get over and cover, and then made a strong throw Riley did over to first. After one, it's Coldwater one, Marshall one in game two. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. Hey, Dean, I've heard Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is celebrating 35 years in business. So that must make you at least... Let's not talk about age, Ken. Unless we're talking about the 35 years Mobilia has been helping folks all over the area find good quality new and used cars, trucks, vans, and Jeeps. Sure, let's talk about that. And about your inventory. You must have at least 100 vehicles in the lot. You don't see that much these days. You're right, Ken. We got a great selection of over 100 vehicles on our lot. And we offer guaranteed credit approval. Don't buy anywhere else unless you've checked out our vehicles. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Jerry Eck, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Corey Ibiza, Brian Mobilia, or me, Dean Mobilia. And Mobilia also offers service to maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on US-12 across the airport or visit Mobilia.com. Celebrating 35 years at Mobilia. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Looks like we got a final score from game one of the baseball doubleheader between Marshall and Coldwater over at Joe Cooper Field and the Red Hawks pick up the win 4-2. Here it's a 1-1 tie. Maya Porter, first pitch from Emily Hurst is a ball. So in that one game against Hanover Horton, uh, well, actually throughout the season, uh, 250 batting average on varsity, 368 on base, and 250 slugging. But I'm sure those numbers are pretty gaudy on the JV side. Right. 2-0 on Maya. A 1-1 tie, top of the second inning. Oh, that was a towering poke, but it goes foul and behind the Marshall dugout to our left. Mm-hmm. Maya, left-hand hitter. Right-hand pitcher, but left-hand hitter here. 
One run, two hits, no errors for the Cardinals. One run, one hit, no errors for the Red Hawks. 2-1 pitch, fly ball to left field, just fouled by about a foot to the left field side. Well, she had went with that outside pitch and had it, had it going, but just couldn't quite keep it fair. Two and two the count. Emily Hurst's 2-2 pitch. Ooh, that was tied at the knees. A full count now on Maya. Hurst has had very few of those. Uh, that uh, pass ball there, actually probably on the catcher, but Hurst has really been around the plate all night. Payoff pitch. Ball four, and she gets on board on a walk. Yep, the changeup just missed. Maya's going to... Get down to first here to lead off the top of the second. Danica Cox stepping in. Oh, let's see. Cox coming in with a doubleheader had a 405 batting average, 438 on base, 595 slugging, and in the first game, she singled and doubled. Yeah, she had that big double to lead off the top of the seventh. Deal one pitch, just missed outside one and one. Had a really strong freshman year, giving him some good play out in right field. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned yet on air that Henley Hurst, the pitcher for Marshall, is a lefty. Yes, yes, she is. One one pitch. Ball two. You know, in the Cardinal lineup, you know, uh, had a good look at her in game one, you know, was able to to see what, uh, you know, she features and see if that helps them here in game two. Three and one now the count on Cox. It's similar to what uh, Quinn and I saw last week, uh, second game of the doubleheader against uh, Parma Western. Haley Wisman, their senior pitching phenom, pitched both ends of that twin bill. The Cardinals were able to win the nightcap. High fly ball to the right field side and it drops falling out of play. Full count on Cox. We're tied at 1-1. Top of the second inning. Runner on at first. Nobody out. Cardinals won the opener of the twin bill. 2-1. Payoff pitch from Hurst. Ball four. Two walks in a row. Boy, we didn't see much of that from her in game one. She only had the uh, one walk in game one. Mm Mm-hmm. She also only struck out two, which is kind of low for her based on the season stats. See if Brooklyn's going to look for the bunt here. That's exactly what she does, but she pops it fouling out of play. Brooklyn, a 382 batting average coming in, 462 on base, 539 slugging. Coach DeBoe would like to get those runners over to second and third here. She is officially 0 for 1, uh, was hit by a pitch, got on board on an error, and scored what wound up being the go-ahead run in the first game of the doubleheader. Again, going up to bunt. Hurst is racing after it, so is Churchill. Throw is not in time. Brooklyn very speedy on the base pass. That's a bunt single for Carey. Bases loaded. Nobody out for DeBoe. Boy, Brooklyn did an uh, outstanding job there. Really deadened that ball. I mean, it only fell, what, a couple of feet in front of home plate? Yeah, and, and you know, surrounded by the third baseman, the pitcher, the catcher. Of course, Brooklyn used that speed 
Oh, here's Marin DeBow, lefty versus lefty. First pitch is high and outside, 1-0. and A sterling opportunity for the Cardinals to try and take advantage of here. Sure is, and then top of the order on deck. Swing and a pop-up foul to the third base side. Wind picks up a little bit. The wind, when we hit the air, was coming in from the southeast. See where it's shifted now. 1-1 pitch coming up from Hurst. Swing, fly ball foul to the first base side. One ball, two strikes on to bow. Yeah, we got a sunny day. We have uh, the shadows out covering left field, kind of heading towards center. 1-2 pitch from Hurst. Swing, line drive, gets up the gap to right field. That should bring home two. Crossing home plate is Danica Cox, and now they're going to bring a third one home. Brooklyn Carey scores. That is going to be uh, Marin DeBeau making it all the way to third on the play. Three-run score. Cardinals up 4-1. to one. Boy, really nice hit by Marin. The left-hand hitter just went with the ball uh, just to the uh, second baseman's left. Cardinals were going to score, too, and and... The throwing error gets him that third run, and DeBoe all the way to third. So DeBoe would be, uh, that's a double for DeBoe, and then she's on board to third on the error. Error committed by who committed that? So I was watching uh, uh, yeah, Carrie come home. Was it the, uh, let's see, the throw was wide, the catcher got it. I'm not sure if she if she is charged with it or it was the third baseman on the throw home, but it resulted in the Cardinals getting getting the three spot. Four to one and back to the top of the order. Carly nicely. Relay back to third after the ball one pitch. Sliding back in time is the bow. So the two walks to start this inning really uh, set up this uh, three-run rally so far by the Cardinals. Coldwater game changer giving the error on the right fielder, Gwen Beach on the throw. Ah, the right fielder, okay. A 1-1 pitch, two nicely. There's strike two, relay back to third. Got past the third baseman. Nicely's taking off. She slides. She's safe. It's 5-1. to one. Uh, DeBow, rather. Yeah. Well, another error by the Red Hawks there, bringing DeBow in. The throw was low, but really the third baseman was a difficult catch with uh, DeBow sliding back in. Got beyond her, and then the left fielder couldn't get the throw in time. Five to one Cardinals. Meanwhile, one and two is the count on Nicely. That was the bow scoring on the fielding error by the third baseman, Cora Churchill. She picked up three errors in the opener. It was a really rough first game fielding for the uh, from the hot corner for the Red Hawks. Two two pitch. Now a full count on Nicely. Yeah, the two walks and the two errors this inning certainly have led to the big inning, but but Marin DeBoe with a really big hit there with the bases loaded. 
Payoff pitch. Ball four. And there's still nobody out here top of the second inning. In steps Riley Rice, who hit a perfectly placed sack bunt to advance nicely to second back in the first inning. Going to get the runner for uh, Carly Nisley at first again. Is it? Uh, Looks like Morgan. Or no. Natalie, Natalie, Natalie Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First pitch to the senior class president is a line drive foul into the backstop. Speaking of uh, leadership, Morgan Dancer, uh, your junior class president. Recently elected to be the class president once again for the class of 2024. And uh, Carly Nicely, who is now back in the dugout, will correct that thought, get back to that thought after the first out of the inning, a grounder knocked down by the first baseman, Brooke Carden, picked up by Wilson, tosses to Carden in time to get Rice out. So I guess you'd call that a 3-4-3 put out for the first out. And Natalie Wilson, the courtesy runner for Nicely, advances to second. Carly Nicely was recently awarded. In fact, it was yesterday, uh, the John Philip Sousa Award uh, in the uh, end of the uh, spring band concert yesterday. Spurring up to bunt was Riley Van Aken takes the first pitch for ball one. So the John Philip Sousa Award awarded to a senior band member exemplary skills on his or her instrument and exemplary uh, leadership and enthusiasm. Which is kind of what you expect from the clarinet section leader and senior drum major. Let's not forget that. Well, it's nice to see these young ladies uh, excelling in other parts of their high school careers. Two balls, no strikes on Riley Van Aken, whose high school career, of course, has just started as a freshman. Squaring up to bunt, pops it up foul and out of play. Brooke Harden, the left, the uh, first baseman, and Hannah Burdett, the catcher, racing after it, and it fell kind of in between them, two and one. So Brielle Kelly, your left fielder, Alexis Steely in center, Gwen Beach at right, that's your outfield alignment. Cora Churchill at third, Bailey Parker at short, Ella Wilson at second, Brooke Carden at first, the battery of Emily Hurston, Anna Burdett. Bunt to the pitcher, throw to first for the second out, but Wilson advances to third. So it's going to bring up Kenzie Scheid, the cleanup hitter with two down now. It was her triple that brought home the game's first run. It's one nothing at that point. Now it's five to one. Uh, instead of the nice cushion that Maya Porter will have to work with when, when, he get, when we get to the bottom of the inning, Parker, Carden, and Steely do up. One ball, no strikes on Shide. Swing, fly ball to left field. It's got a chance. Hits the uh, foul pole. But down at the down at the bottom, I think it hit the grass first and maybe short hopped the pole. So do you call that a ground rule double? It's a double nonetheless. So yeah. a triple and a double for Kenzie Scheid. Not pitching in this game, but making her presence felt in many, many other ways. Wilson came home to make the score six to one. Bill's now the ninth hitter of the second inning. 
Cardinals are making really good contact off of Emily Hurst right now as Bills fouled the first pitch off. Yeah, Hurst was so good in game one. Cardinals off to a great start here in game two. Check swing at strike two. In the zone. Yeah, Kenzie really put put a shot into that one. Her first triple was to the right field corner. There's a high rise ball, one and two. This one, she pounded out down the left field foul line and bounced off the foul pole. Swing and a miss, strike three. Second strikeout for Emily Hurst, but the Cardinals put up a five spot in the top of the second inning. They lead the Marshall Redhawks in game two, six to one. As we head to the bottom of the second, you're listening to Cardinals softball on WTVB. When this is a waterfall in nature, there's no cause for concern. But when it's the sound of water pouring through your living room ceiling because a pipe burst inside the wall, you need to call SurfPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties at 800-SURF-PRO. Only the cleanup specialists at SurfPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties can help make fire and water damage like it never even happened. So call 800-SURF-PRO when water threatens your home or business. SurfPro, fire and water, cleanup and restoration. Independently owned and operated. When this is a crackling campfire, there's no cause for concern. But when it's the sound of your cabinets cracking and smoldering following a fire that's damaged your entire kitchen, you need to call SurfPro Branch in South Calhoun Counties at 800 SurfPro. Only the cleanup specialists at SurfPro Branch in South Calhoun Counties can make fire and water damage like it never even happened. So call 800 SurfPro when fire threatens your home or business. SurfPro, fire and water, cleanup and restoration, independently owned and operated. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Bailey Parker, Brooke Carden, and Alexis Steely do up for the Marshall Redhawks. Bottom of the second inning, the Cardinals with six runs, five hits, no errors. Marshall with one run, one hit, and one error. Five big runs for the Cardinals in the top of the second inning. So a five-run cushion for Maya Porter to work with. First pitch to Bailey Parker is fouled to the backstop. Well, it certainly uh, takes a little pressure off the freshman pitcher, uh, Porter, after that big inning. Swing and a fly ball to shallow center field. It's going to drop. Wow. Ball just kind of hung up in there and then dropped uh, in between the second baseman and the center fielder and right fielder. Yeah, I kind of I thought Riley Rice might make a play on that, the second baseman. Not sure if she lost it or took a wrong turn, but uh, it did fall in there. It was up in the air a little while, but Parker had a 391 batting average coming in. Was hitless in the first game. Squaring up to bunt was Brooke Carden. A bunt rolls foul, 0-1-1. So Carden, another freshman. A 398 batting average, 458 on base, 565 slugging. She's behind on the count, 0-1-1. Cardinals six, and the Red Hawks one, bottom of the second inning. Again, squaring up to bunt. It rolled foul. Yep, Carly Nisley fielding, throwing to first, but just foul. As you continue to finish the play until the umpire declares the ball foul, right? There you go. 0-2 pitch. Swing. 
Grounder picked up by DeBow, flips it to second for the force, and that's all they'll get. Good job by Marin there. Had to go to her left and make the accurate throw just ahead of the runner. Cardins on first on the fielder's choice, one out. Here comes Alexis Steely. 329 batting average coming in. She had a big double sixth inning of the first game and scored what wound up being Marshall's only run. 1-0 on Steely. Next pit. High fly ball foul to the first base side, 1-1. One one. Sun out here at Wise Field. Really pretty comfortable day for high school softball here. 618 on this Monday afternoon. Of course, the Cardinals and the Red Hawks are going to be back in action tomorrow to wrap up uh, the league portion of their respective schedules. The Red Hawks hosting winless Hastings. The Cardinals back home to host Lumen Christie. One and two on Steely. Check swing. The appeal to the base umpire did not get across. It's two and two on Steely. Yeah, and then the Cardinals will be right back here at Wise Field. Next Tuesday in the pre-district. But before that, there's the season finale Thursday against Otsego. Back home at the Rotary Softball Complex. Our next broadcast will be back over at Lowe Field for the regular season finale for the Cardinal baseball team as they take on Otsego. Another foul tip back to the backstop. Cardinals now dropping to 14 and 18. That's uh, the baseball team after they dropped the front end of their doubleheader against uh, the Marshall Redhawks, four to two. Payoff pitch, swing, fly ball to right field, curving foul and just out of play. Up Danica Cox making good moves over there right to the fence. Also Riley Rice covering a lot of ground there. Morgan Dancer at left, Brooklyn Carey at center, Danica Cox at right, your outfield alignment, Marin DeBow at third, Riley Van Aken at short, Riley Rice at second, Kenzie Scheid at first, Harley nicely behind home plate, and Maya Porter pitching. One out, runner on at first. Alexis Steely steps back into home plate, payoff pitch, swing, and another pop-up foul and out of play. What do we got? Four, four freshmen in the lineup for the Cardinals here in game two. Coley Burkhart we saw in game one, another freshman that was behind the plate. She had two singles in the first game as well. She did. Six to one, Cardinals lead the Red Hawks in the nightcap of the softball doubleheader that has twice been postponed. It was originally going to be played on April 21st. 25th, rather, a.k.a. my birthday. Ah. Another payoff pitch coming from Maya Porter. Swing, fly ball foul, curving to the first base side, and again, out of play. Steely is making Maya Porter work. Yeah, she's, she's swinging late on that ball. Maya's kind of keeping it on the outside portion of the plate. Steely able to get a bat on it. 
Well, getting back to this game being delayed twice, it was supposed to be played last Friday. Grounder knocked down by Maya Porter. Throw to second. Relay back to first is not in time. So Steely's on board on the fielder's choice. Carden is out. I think it was 1-6-4. Knocked down by the pitcher, rolled up to the shortstop. Yep, yep. I think you got it. Hey, uh, <coughs> I'll tell you, that was a really heads-up play. Maya, it was hit very hard. One hopper back to her. She knocked it down. Still had the poise. Gwen Beach, first pitch swinging. It's foul to the first base side. Yeah. So that is a 1-6 force of Brooke Harden for the second out. Steely on board first on the fielder's choice. The Cardinals doing a pretty decent job preventing the uh, base runner from getting into scoring position. Yeah, and, and Maya, again, showing poise, got that ball to second base to get the force. Next pitch, a rise ball just outside. One ball, one strike on Gwen Beach. Another freshman for the Red Hawks, 321 batting average. Cardinals have played a really clean game up here. No errors in the opener. Some real solid defensive plays here in game two. Gwen Beach fouled off another pitch to the first base side, the right field side. One ball, two strikes on Beach. Runner on first, two outs. Bottom of the second inning. Cardinals up five. One-two pitch. Swing. Grounder rolls up to Porter. Easy flip to side at first. This ends the second inning. The Red Hawks leave a runner stranded at first. After two, it's Coldwater six and Marshall one in game two. You're listening to Cardinals softball on WTVB. If you've always dreamed of building a new home, Matt Hale at Homes encourages you to start planning today. Now more than ever, modular housing is a better value. You simply get more home for the money and outstanding quality from floor to ceiling. As a residential builder, Matt Hale at Homes offers fully customizable modular homes, plus any additional structures, including garages, decks, even barns. Stop by Matt Hale at Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater, Visit MattHaleAtHomes.com and like them on Facebook. Matt Hale at Homes, always built around family. Spring season is here, and there are a lot of people looking to move. Connect with one of the trusted agents at Case Realty Group in Coldwater. If you're thinking about selling your home, call your local real estate connection and lake specialist, Carmen Case, at Case Realty Group in Coldwater. Hi, it's Carmen. We make the process easy for you. There's no better time to list your home or purchase a new one. Call Case Realty Group or visit us online at caserealtygroup.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Maya Porter, Danica Cox, Brooklyn Carey do up. Top of the third inning. This is not a re Well, I guess it is a repeat from the top of the second inning. <laughs> Cardinals sent nine hitters to bat. First pitch swinging. Laces a line drive to center field for a single. Maya just... Went with the pitch there, just lined it into uh, left center. Lead off hit, and now we go to Danica Cox. Porter and Cox both walked to lead off the top of the second inning, and they wound up eventually scoring. Mm-hmm. First pitch to Danica Cox is a ball. Six runs, now six hits, no errors for the Cardinals. One run, two hits, one error for the Red Hawks. 
One ball, one strike on Cox. Cardinals all wearing those uh, wristbands with uh, signals on them that they can uh, decipher what Coach DeBoe wants. And I heard 114. Oh, my goodness, a grounder glanced off of the glove of Bailey Parker, the shortstop. I don't think she had a chance to pull it in, so we'll give Cox a single. Renner's on first and second. Nobody out. Here comes Brooklyn Carey, who singled back last inning. Ball, ball was very hard hit by Danica. Shortstop going to her right. Would have taken a real good play. And Cox had some wheels going. First pitch is way outside for Carey. 1-0. Cardinals looking to add to their 6-1 lead. We're in the top of the third inning. Next pitch from Emily Hurst. Swing and a high pop-up. Second baseman Ella Wilson calling for it. She gloves it for the first out. It's going to bring up Marin DeBoe, the number nine hitter in the lineup. And Marin had the big hit in that second inning. Bases loaded, double that scored three. Got credit for a couple of those RBIs. Swing and a miss at the first pitch here. Coldwater game changer. It looked like they gave her a single, advancing to second on the initial throw, and then advancing to third on, oh, yeah, I guess should give her a double, benefit of the doubt. But uh, right now she's behind on the count 0 and 2. I can see either way there. It was, if it was uh, the throw would have went to second, it would have held her at first, but they were coming home with it. One ball, two strikes on DeBoe. So, back to giving DeBoe a single. Yeah. So, a couple of big RBIs, though. Really a nice, nice hit by her. One-two pitch. How about that nice hit? <laughs> it's there in it fair territory, first baseline. That should bring home at least one. Now they're going to wave a second runner home. Two-run score, and Baron DeBoe slides into third. The throw whizzed away from Cora Churchill. DeBoe had staggered to get up. Thought about heading home, but she thought better of it. Two more RBIs for Marin DeBoe out of that number nine spot. It's almost as if the coach's daughter is making a bid for McDonald's player of the game, which we will name at the end of our broadcast for your local area McDonald's restaurants. Back to the top of the order. Carly Nicely, first pitch swinging. Fly ball foul. And a snow cone catch. And then DeBoe tags up and gets home. Snowball catch in uh, foul territory by Ella Wilson, the second baseman for the second out. And as you said, DeBoe tags up and scores. Three runs coming home in this half inning. That was an outstanding play by the Marshall second baseman. She had a long way to run there. Caught it just in front of the fence down the right field foul line. Marin DeBoe with her dad signaling from the third base coach's box. Hustled in with that run. That was first pitch swinging for Carly nicely. First pitch to Riley Rice. Got away from everybody. 1-0. Swing and a miss. Strike one. One ball, one strike on Rice. The demeanor in the Marshall dugout's kind of changed a little bit, hasn't it? 
Boy, it's uh, <clears throat> have to refocus and get out of this inning and uh, refocus, reset there in the dugout. Well, after the game one win, two to one over Marshall, the Cardinals a game up on the Red Hawks in the I-8 standing. Swing, line drive, drops into left center field for a base hit. Rice is rounding first, and she is rounding second. Throw to third, just in front of Churchill. She's unable to field cleanly, and Rice is on board third. Riley Rice, really a nice hit. She, again, into that left center gap. Rolled all the way to the fence. Outstanding job. She might have been pushing it to get to third. A, a, a good throw and catch, and the throw wasn't bad. A good catch. She probably would have been out at third, but Cardinals aggressive base running. Out comes Aaron Ambler, the head coach of the Red Hawks. I wonder if we're going to get a pitching change here. Looks like it. Making a few changes here. Hurst, who was pitched an outstanding game in game one. She was really struggling here. She was, you know, the the walks, the Cardinals kind of teeing off there. So a pitching change. It looks like uh, we are going to see the freshman Laney Churchill throw for the Red Hawks. We'll take this one-minute break and... Talk about the new pitcher for the Red Hawks. Cardinals now up 9-1 to one on the Red Hawks. Two outs, top of the third inning. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. Culey's Jewelry in downtown Coldwater has always offered a beautiful selection of fine jewelry priced to fit every budget. But did you know we also offer ear piercing daily, custom engraving, and a huge selection of gift items, including willow tree and Michigan-made copper artwork, just to name a few. We buy gold and silver, cash paid on the spot. Stop in today to see all we have to offer. Culey's Jewelry and so much more. Family owned in downtown Coldwater since 1968. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We've got Lane Churchill, a freshman, uh, back up on varsity. She has only thrown two innings in uh, varsity level. She actually has a win in hand. Gave up seven runs, six earned on five hits, six walks, two strikeouts in her lone varsity action. First pitch to Riley Van Aiken is a ball. Oh, to go over the rest of the uh, defensive changes, Emily Hurst is now playing at left field. Starting left fielder Brielle Kelly moves over to right, replacing Gwen Beach, who is now out of the game. Laney Churchill hitting in the number eight slot now. One ball, one strike on Riley Van Aiken. The Cardinals have a runner on at third. One ball, two strikes on Riley Van Aiken. Riley Rice with that triple that effectively chased Emily Hurst out of the uh, off the pitching circle. Yeah. 
The one-two pitch from Laney Churchill, swing and a miss for strike three. Riley uh, Van Aken, a pretty quiet afternoon at the plate so far, but she's played a real strong shortstop as we are used to seeing. In this game, she has gone uh, 0 for 3 with a couple of strikeouts. Now we head to the bottom of the third inning. The Cardinals up 9 to 1. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. I just love this restaurant, El Chirito. That's El Cerrito. Oh, right. They have the best chimichangas. Actually, it's chimichangas. You must not eat Mexican food very often. Yes, at least once a week. But El Chirito is my favorite. Stop by El Cerrito for lunch or dinner, even if you can't pronounce it. They'll serve up an endless bowl of chips and salsa while you decide what menu item will fill your craving. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. In times of uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Diana Butler. And I'm Jordan Butler, your Coldwater Edward Jones financial advisors. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call us at 517-279-0541. That's 517-279-0541. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Nine runs, nine hits, no errors for the Cardinals. One run, two hits, one error for the Red Hawks. They will be sending up Helena Gombas, Emily Hurst, and Cora Churchill, the nine, one, and two hitters here bottom of the third inning. Maya Porter now has an eight-run cushion to work with. Nine to one. First pitch is a good block by Carly Nicely, ball one. Yeah, that ball hit a few few feet in front of the plate. Pretty close to the batter, but Nicely, Nicely, job of blocking that one. Next pitch, rise ball just outside, 2-0. Well, the final line on Emily Hurst in this game, she threw an awful lot of pitches, 63 of them, 37 for strikes. 2-0 pitch, swing and a miss, strike one on Elena Gombas. Uh, gave up nine runs, all of them earned on nine hits. Three walks, two strikeouts. 2-1 pitch, swing, fly ball to right field. It's caught by Danica Cox. Racing toward the fence for the first out. It was a really nice job by Danica. She was, she was in playing maybe a little shallow. She had to run to her left and really hauled it in. Nice over-the-shoulder backhand catch. Hey, I got uh, a tip for you. Evidently, uh, the last hitter in the top of the third inning, according to Coldwater Game Changer, was not Riley Van Aken, but instead it was Coley Burkhart. Oh, really? Jeez, I saw Coley. Saw Coley running between innings down here mm-hmm. with a couple other girls. One and oh, now one and one on Emily Hurst, who is now out at left field. So they said Coley Burkhart was the pinch hitter that struck out. Now it looks like Van Aken is back out at shortstop. Hurst was squaring up to bunt, but it's a cross for strike two. I think she might have got a little piece of the bat on it, too. Got strike two, um, one and two the count, one down. Rise ball outside. 
Two balls, two strikes on Hurst. Cora Churchill on deck. The 2-2 pitch. Swing, half cut. Is going to drop in shallow left field for a base hit. Just laid the bat on the ball, went with where the pitch was. A nice, nice job. High Hurst with that single. Now here's Cora Churchill, who hit a pretty good sack bunt. Back to the bottom of the first inning. First pitch. Is a strike on the fastball outside. Haven't seen too much off speed from uh, Maya Porter. She just kind of winds up and lets it fly. Swing. And a grounder bounces eventually foul. So just like that, Cora Churchill is behind on the count, 0-2. Yeah, just missed going off Marin DeBow down at third. Before it went foul over the bag. The 0-2 pitch for Maya Porter, swing and another foul tip. Nicely races to pick the ball up, toss it back to Maya Porter. Bottom of the third inning, game two of our softball doubleheader. Cardinals up nine to one. One out. Strike three called. Now that time Porter did take a little off that one. And outside part of the strike zone, got the strikeout. Her first of the game, two down. That'll leave things up to Riel Kelly. Singled and was erased on the ultra rare one four three double play. Liner foul to the first base side, nothing and one on Kelly. Cardinals up eight. No one pitch. Good stop by Carly nicely. No attempt at a throw. Hurst steals second. Yeah, good pitch to go on that ball in the dirt. Nicely had no chance to possibly get a throw down. One ball, one strike on Brielle Kelly. Swing, grounder foul off the handle toward the Marshall dugout to our left. Those shadows from the trees down the left field side making their way out towards center field now. Two down, one-two pitch, swing, another grounder off the handle, foul to the third base side. Scoring update from game two of the baseball doubleheader, Marshall up on Coldwater, one nothing. They drop the opener of their twin bill to the Red Hawks, four to two. Some low scoring games here until this second uh, game here in the doubleheader. One-two pitch, swing. Popped it up, stays in fair territory, picked up by Nicely. It whizzed past Kenzie Scheid. Emily Hurst racing over to third, almost came home as the throw got away from Scheid into foul territory, but good backup. Yeah, Carly did a nice job taking her time there, and of course she's left-handed. She made As she made that throw down to Scheid, it kind of got right into the way of the runner and 
Kenzie just couldn't make the uh, catch. So Coldwater game changer scoring that, an error by the first baseman couldn't handle the throw. The runners at the corners with two outs. First real jam for Maya Porter in this game. The first pitch to Hannah Burdett does a ball. Burdett hit a two-run homer in the championship game of the Bronson Polish Classic on Saturday as they beat the host Vikings 4-1. Burdett leads the team in homers with two. That's it. Yeah, that's kind of a kind of a tough error on the first baseman there. That, as I say, that ball tailed right into the runner. Wow, that second, that last pitch was a strike to Burdett. Woo-hoo. One and two, the count. A one-two pitch. Swing, popped it up. Who's going to, no, there's not going to be a play. Hurst is going to come home. That's a demonstration of Marshall's aggressive base running. There's no throw. Burdett on board on the infield single. That ball absolutely died about, again, two feet away from home plate. DeBow, Porter, and Nisley all converging, and neither of them could pick up and make a throw. Yeah, both of these last two Marshall hits are just a few feet from the home plate. So 9-2 to the score. Grounder to third, throw to first. Kenzie Scheid able to scoop up and get Bailey Parker out. Marshall adds a run, but they still trail the cards by seven. Nine to two after three in game two. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. Shop everything you need for Memorial Day with one stop at Meyer. Get buy one, get one free 80% lean ground beef. Buy five, save $5 on Aunt Millie Stadium Buns, Coca-Cola or Pepsi 24 pack, plus deposit where applicable. Sweet baby ray sauce and lace potato chips. Plus, have fun in the sun with 40% off the entire stock of swimwear for the family. Celebrate together and get the same prices online and in-store this week at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Nine runs, nine hits, one error for Coldwater. Two runs, four hits, one error for Marshall. Game two of the softball doubleheader. The Cardinals winning the opener two to one. This game playing out considerably differently than the opener as the Cardinals will bring up Kenzie Scheid, Alexis Bills, and Maya Porter, the four, five, and six hitters, top of the fourth inning. First pitch from Laney Churchill. Grounder off the handle, picked up by Laney Churchill. Throw to first. Is in time. That was a close bang-bang play. Yeah, nicely done there. Pitcher Laney Churchill fielding that and getting it over to first base just in time to Nick Scheid. We gave you the final pitching line on uh, Emily Hurst, the starting pitcher, and now in line to take the loss, right? Right. Nine runs, all earned, nine hits, three walks, two strikeouts, two and two-thirds innings, 63 pitches. 
Alexis Bills follows the first offering from Laney Churchill off. Nothing and one. Now one and one. Pitch in the dirt. Excuse me. <laughs> the one-one pitch from Laney Churchill. Swing and a miss. Almost as if Alexis was aiming for the fences there. Nine to two Cardinals, top of the fourth inning, game two. Laney Churchill, the relief pitcher. A one-two pitch. Curveball outside, two and two. Here's a chance to take a look at the Interstate 8 baseball standings heading into tomorrow's final day, scheduled final day of competition. Two-two pitch in the dirt, three and two. Lumen Christie at 11 and one in the league. Harper Creek at eight and four, three games uh, behind the Titans. So I would dare go out on, on a limb and say that Lumen Christie will be your Interstate 8 baseball champions. 3-2 pitch, fly ball deep to center field, bounces all the way to the American flag at the center field fence. It's gonna be a stand-up double for Bills. Boy, on a 3-2 count, Bills really got a hold of that one. Solid double. In comes Maya Porter, walked, singled through two, her two plate appearances. Straight away center field, a couple hops to the flag there, right I, under the scoreboard. I would dare say that I think it's uh, 201 feet to center field as well. Yes! Swing and a line drive, knocked down by the shortstop Bailey Parker. No play, Porter with a single, and Bill stays at second. Yeah, Maya's second single. She had a walk her first time up. Two singles now for the freshman pitcher. Let's see if we can get the same for Danica Cox. Walked, singled. Her two plate appearances in this game. Ooh, that one almost got her in the hip. Yeah, brought the fastball in tight on Cox. 1-0 and on Danica. Danica's got a single and a walk herself. It scored both times. 1-0 pitch from Laney Churchill. That one, the curveball went outside to the right-handed hitter, 2-0. She had the big double to lead off the top of the seventh in game one that led to that 2-1 win. 2-0 pitch. Ball three. Right now, top of the fourth inning, one out. Runners on first and second. Cardinals up 9-2. A 3-0 pitch. Oh, strike one called. Hmm. <laughs> it did kind of look like ball four from up here. But again, we're up here, and he's down there. Liner right to the backstop. Full count again now. Second hitter in a row for Churchill. But Churchill able to work the count full after getting way behind on the count, 3-0. Payoff pitch from Laney Churchill, a freshman pitcher. Is that strike three called? It sure was. <laughs> little, little delayed call there by umpire Fox, but... He rings up Danica Cox with that one. Second strikeout for Laney Churchill. 
but just the first stop. Uh, second out now. Yep. First pitch swinging. Brooklyn. Brooklyn carry to right field. Bills comes home. Maya Porter advances to third on the RBI single by Brooklyn Carey, and the Cardinals have a 10 spot up on the scoreboard. Brooklyn just went with that pitch again, kind of toward the outside part of the plate. The right-hand hitter shoots it just to the right of the first baseman. Marin DeBoe tripled last time around. First pitch to... A left-handed hitter is a ball. Boy, Marin's had a big game, too, here. She's got two RBIs in both plate appearances. A double and a triple. Next pitch is a strike. Defensive indifference allows Carey to take second. No throw. Both of Marin's hits here in game two have been just down the right field line, pulling it. 1-1 one, one pitch. Pass ball outside, 2-1. and one. Our field mic is right next to the Coldwater dugout, if you couldn't tell. 2-1, two and one, the count. Now 2-2. Two and two. With two outs, runners on second and third. Cardinals have brought a run home, top the fourth inning to regain an eight-run cushion. 2-2 pitch from Laney Churchill. Strike recalled. The Cardinals leave two. We head to the bottom of the fourth inning. It's Coldwater 10 and Marshall 2 in game two. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. Sam here with CEM Industrial Supply, Coldwater, Michigan. From manufacturing, contractors, farmers, and right down to the DYI folk, CEM has what moves us all forward. From high-quality Baldor leasing and Weg motors to that tiny 4-millimeter bolt, we can serve it up. CEM is a huge Milwaukee distributor, plus our consumable stock is unmatched in our area. Contractors, we have jets, submersible and booster pumps, holding tanks, sump sewage and affluent pumps, plus all the accessories to complete your job. In stock. Farmers, we have roller chain, bearings, belts, cable, camlock fittings, all in stock. We service and repair most items we sell in-house. We also refurbish and rewind electric motors up to 250 horsepower, including all types of irrigation, circulation, and well pumps. I would highly recommend a visit to 178 West Garfield Avenue for a sample of what we offer. Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 4.30 p.m., Saturday, 8 till noon. CEM Industrial Supply. Call 517-278-2611 or visit cemindustrialsupply.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Brooke Carden, Alexis Steely, and Laney Churchill do up for Marshall. Bottom of the fourth inning. The Cardinals of Coldwater with 10 runs, 12 hits, one error. The Red Hawks of Marshall, two runs, four hits, one error. First pitch to Brooke Carden. Fastball outside, 1-0. So in summary, uh, how would you describe uh, how Maya's been doing on the circle in this game so far? I was, I was just going to mention, you know, I think she's really done a nice job, you know, for, for uh, a pretty important game for her to come out and just her second varsity appearance on the mound. Um, she's certainly limited the damage. You know, Laney Churchill for Marshall uh, coming 
out of the bullpen, if you will, facing the same situation. This is only her second varsity action as yeah. well. Yeah, right. And uh, <clears throat> two and one, the count on uh, Carton. Last pitch was fouled toward the Coldwater dugout, first base side. What have we got? We got Maya with one strikeout so far, I believe. Swing and a grounder past a diving Riley Van Aken and rolling up into shallow left center field. Base hit for Carden. I think she walked. Maya walked the first player of the game yep. first, and that's her only walk, right? Mm -hmm. So one strikeout, one walk. Here comes Alexis Steely. Her first plate appearance. She got on board on a fielder's choice. First pitch is a ball. Yeah, I've got her with four hits now. Four hits here in the bottom of the fourth. Five hits now. Five, okay. High fly ball to left field. It's gloved by Morgan Dancer for the first out. Now the first plate appearance of this game for Laney Churchill. And 15 plate appearances on the varsity, a 750 batting average, 800 on base, 1,000 slugging. But again, that's only in uh, five games. Swing, popped it up, juggled by Porter, throw to first. Oh, my goodness. I think she was intending to throw to Shide, but it, it looked like from here it glanced off of Riley Rice's glove. It did, and uh, that ball was spinning like a top. Maya kind of overran it at first, then picked it up. Got the throw over to Rice covering first, but uh, just not, couldn't quite get the connection. That was uh, Laney Churchill on board at first. First pitch to Helena Gombas is a strike. Brooke Harden advancing to second on the play. One out. Swing, fly ball to right field, just past Danica Cox. Nice Her Carden is rounding third. She's coming home. Laney Churchill is held up at third. Double for Helena Gombas. And Marshall adds their third run up on the scoreboard. They trail by a touchdown, 10-3. To that was a nice hit by Gombas. Got that over Danica Cox's head in right field. Got out there in a hurry. Coldwater game changer scoring Laney Churchill getting on base. An E1 error by the pitcher. Okay. Right now she's at third. Gombas at second. One out. Back to the top of the order, and Emily Hurst, the 0-1 pitch. She laces it into the backstop. So Marshall hanging tough here. <laughs> Got a little rally going. Runners at second and third, just one out. Let's just say they're not going away quietly into this good night. First pitch is a ball. Next pitch is a ball, rather, one and two. Cardinals lead by seven, 10 to three, bottom of the fourth inning, one out. 
1-2 pitch, swing. Grounder to Maya Porter. Looks the base runner, Laney Churchill, is going to get her in a rundown. The toss is to Carly Nisley. And <laughs> what was Laney Churchill? It was almost as if uh, she was playing a game of tag. She is eventually tagged out by Carly Nisley for the second out. I think she had to tag her over into third base coach's box, I think, before she was able to get to her. That was uh, effectively what happened. Gamba stays at second. Emily Hurst on board on the fielder's choice. Two down. Back to Cora Churchill, who struck out last time around. The only strikeout for Maya Porter in this game. First pitch. Swing. Foul tip to the backstop. That was a nice play, really, by Porter. She could have went to first there with the uh, with the easy out off the one hopper, but then she turned, had the runner from third and run down. Just did a nice job on the play there. 0-1 pitch to Cora Churchill. Swing, fly ball. Caught by the second baseman, Riley Rice, on the cutout. After four, it's Coldwater 10 and Marshall 3 in game two. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. Recycling your cardboard with Union Pallet and Container Company of Coldwater can deliver real value to your business and the environment. Recycling just one ton of cardboard saves more than 17 trees and eliminates landfill waste. To learn how you can help save the environment by recycling your company's cardboard, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. The birds are singing, the sun is shining. It's everyone's favorite time of year. It's also the time to find that perfect piece of property. Are you looking to move into a new home or looking for that unique piece of land to build on? Then I'm the one to call. When you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell at Case Realty Group in Coldwater. I have the experience and knowledge to find that perfect place. See all the new listings when you visit caserealtygroup.com. Case Realty Group is your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Visit us now at caserealtygroup.com. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. 10 runs, 12 hits, 2 errors for Coldwater. 3 runs, 6 hits, 1 error for Marshall. Top of the 5th inning. Back to the top of the order for the Cardinals. Carly Nicely, Riley Rice, and Riley Van Aken. Early nicely singled, walked, and hit a sack fly. First pitch from Laney Churchill. Righty versus lefty. It's ball one. See, Nisley had a uh, single in game one. Next pitch is ball two. Let's go, Carly. She was the uh, flex player in the three spot. She was the DP to be more precise. Off a handle, the ball rolled close to the first baseline. It's picked up by Laney Churchill. There's not going to be a throw, an infield single for Nicely. We've seen a number of those plays. And now Natalie Wilson will come in and serve as Nicely's courtesy runner. 
Yeah, we've seen so many of those. Just getting a piece of the ball and it's spinning like crazy, just a few feet in front of the bag. Easily able to beat it out. Here's Riley Rice, who tripled last time around. She was aiming to do the same thing again. First pitch from Churchill, it's strike one. Cardinals up 10 to 3. You know, one pitch. Good stop by Hannah Burdett, the catcher. One and one. Riley had that really strong hit last time up. It gave her a triple on it. She uh, probably would have been out at third on a good throw, but boy, she, uh, she legged it out. Way outside. Pass ball will allow Wilson to take second. So two balls and one strike on Riley Rice. Uh, we were told by our scoreboard operator that uh, the later we get, we might see some deer out in the football practice field behind the outfield fence. Fly ball ranging into foul territory and making the catch is the right fielder. Throw to third. They got Carly nicely. What a throw and what a catch. Yeah, Wilson is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The courtesy runner, Natalie Wilson, got a little bit of a late start there and from second base, and nice play by the right fielder. And that is now Brielle Kelly playing at right field in place of Gwen Beach when all of the uh, substitutions were made. Van Aiken... A uh, one-hopper bunt back to Laney Churchill. Throw to Brooke Carden at first for the out. Thus ends the Cardinal threat, top of the fifth inning. Ten to three Cardinals as we head to the bottom of the frame. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. When this is a waterfall in nature, there's no cause for concern. But when it's the sound of water pouring through your living room ceiling because a pipe burst inside the wall, you need to call SurfPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties at 800-SURF-PRO. Only the cleanup specialists at SurfPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties can help make fire and water damage like it never even happened. So call 800-SURF-PRO when water threatens your home or business. SurfPro, fire and water, cleanup and restoration. Independently owned and operated. When this is a crackling campfire, there's no cause for concern. But when it's the sound of your cabinets cracking and smoldering following a fire that's damaged your entire kitchen, you need to call SurfPro Branch in South Calhoun Counties at 800-SURF-PRO. Only the cleanup specialists at SurfPro Branch in South Calhoun Counties can make fire and water damage like it never even happened. So call 800-SURF-PRO when fire threatens your home or business. SurfPro, fire and water, cleanup and restoration, independently owned and operated. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Riel Kelly, Hannah Burdett, Bailey Parker scheduled to come up for Marshall bottom of the fifth inning. The Cardinals with 10 runs, 13 hits, and two errors. The Marshall Redhawks, three runs, six hits, and an error. Maya Porter, first pitch to Brielle Kelly. She showed bunt, but it's ball one. Maya's hung in there on the mound so far, giving up three runs here through four innings. Squared up to Bunt, stays fair, picked up by Nicely, throw to first, actually pulled Shide's foot off the bag, and Kelly's going to be safe. Yeah, I think they're going to 
give her a single on that one because she was flying. Left-hand hitter. I would, too. Yep, got down that line quickly. Again, that ball kind of hugging the uh, first base foul line, and Carly did all she could there. Swing and a line drive to right field over the second baseman, Riley Rice, and over the uh, base umpire. So a base hit for Burdett. She gets a single, advances to second on the throw to third to try and get Kelly out. She slides in safe. Yeah, Van Aken on the cutoff elected to go to third. And, of course, that allowed the uh, hitter to get into second. So second and third now. Nobody out. First pitch swinging. Bailey Parker is going to get a grounder to center field and bring Kelly home. RBI single. Burdett advances to third. Runners at the corner. Still nobody out. Yeah, three straight singles here. The Red Hawks. Starting here in the bottom of the fifth. We got a 10-4, good buddy, up on the scoreboard. Ten runs for the Cardinals, now four for the Red Hawks. Bill DeBow, the head coach of the Cardinals, comes out for a conference at the circle. Yep, just trying to get his uh, Cardinals to settle down, settle in here. So we were talking about the Interstate 8 baseball standings heading into uh, today's action. And we mentioned that Lumen Christie 11 and 1, uh, Harper Creek at 88 and 4, Coldwater 6 and 4 coming in. They're now 6 and 5. Western at 6 and 4 as well. Northwest at 5 and 5. Marshall improving to 5 and 4 with a win in the first game of the doubleheader. Penfield at 2 and 10. Hastings over on the season. 0 and 10 in the league. 0 and 23 overall. Makes you wonder if uh, Hastings will be able to win a game this season, either baseball or softball. First pitch swinging, that's a pop-up, caught by Riley Rice. Oh, big double play. Relay to first, gets Bailey Parker out. Boy, rough base running by the first base runner there for Marshall. High pop-up to Riley Rice. I'm not sure if she thought there were two down or what, but she was almost to second base. That was Brooke Carden, grounder, rolling up to center field. First pitch swinging for Steely. She brings home Burdett. Two runs on the board for the Red Hawks in this frame. And just like that, the Red Hawks have shaved their, the lead in half. Ten to five Cardinals. Yeah, they're hanging tough here, you know. First pitch swinging again. This time it's Laney Churchill. It's picked up by Rice. Throw to first for the out. After five, it's Coldwater 10 and Marshall 5. Game two of the softball doubleheader from Wise Field, just north of Marshall High School. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. 
As we all live longer, age really is just a number, but retirement is so much more than one. Hi, I'm Jay Wright, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I want to know what your retirement means to you. Together, we can take a look at the big picture and make a strategy to help you reach your goals. Because you can't prepare for the unexpected if you don't know where you're headed. Call me at 279-1938 to get started today. That's 279-1938. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 10 runs, 13 hits, 2 errors for Coldwater. 5 runs, 10 hits, 1 error for Marshall. Uh, Murph, you were pointing out during that last break that... uh, the Cardinals actually had a 9-1 to lead at one point, but after the pitching change replacing Emily Hurst with Laney Churchill, the Marshall Redhawks have done a really good job limiting the damage, only giving up one run since Churchill came in. She's done a really nice job. Just a freshman, only her second varsity appearance on the hill. And she's done a nice job, really limited the Cardinals over these last few innings. You'll one pitch to Kenzie Scheid. Hot shot fly ball to right field foul. Nothing in two on Scheid. She is scheduled to be followed by Alexis Bills and Maya Porter. Two big hits for Kenzie in the first two at bats. Pop up fouling out of play. Now compared to what Maya Porter has done, allowed a run in the first, a run in the third. A run in the fourth, two runs in this most recent inning, the fifth. We're in the top of the sixth. The 0-2 pitch to Shide. Rise ball outside, one and two. Kenzie had those two hits, a double and a triple. She had one close to the right field line and then one right down the left field line. Next pitch is in the dirt. Two and two, so two for three. Grounder grounded out to the pitcher. Her last at bat. Two-two pitch from Laney Churchill. Ball three. And you said that you're familiar with this uh, home plate umpire now, right? Yeah, Damon Fox. Yeah, he's gosh, he's been doing this a, a long time, a lot of years. Swing. Grounder, one hop to Cora Churchill, throw the first one up and one down. There's a nice play by Churchill. 5-3, gets shied at first. As a reminder to our fans, there are now two Churchills out on the field for the Red Hawks. Older sister Cora is in the hot corner, and Laney Churchill is in the circle. Yeah, Cardinal fans recognize Damon Fox. He's been around Cardinal sports for many years at his son uh, in middle school basketball first pitch swinging alexis bills grounds it right to brooke carden at first she'll step on first for the unassisted put out two quick outs here maya porter is going to step in now from that left side of the plate you say that but if i recall correctly kenzie did work the count full she did she did a nice job and churchill's had quite a few of those First pitch to Maya Porter. Pops it foul and into the Marshall fan. Well, it did stay in foul territory. I thought it had more carry than that. (laughs) Nothing in one on Maya Porter. So I was talking about the Churchill sisters. Cora is a senior and Lane, a freshman up from the JVs. And Lane has, she's had a number of 
2-2 or else full count deliveries that she's been able to get over the plate. How about that? Maya's now behind on the count, nothing in two. Cardinals lead 10-5. We're in the top of the sixth inning from here at Wise Field in Marshall. So glad you're listening on this Monday night. The 0-2 pitch. Foul tip back to the screen. Danica Cox on deck for the Cardinals. They can extend this inning. If not, she would be leading off top of the seventh. Another 0-2 pitch on its way from Laney Churchill. Bounces about five feet in front of home plate. One and two. We've got uh, Helena Gombas, Emily Hurston, Cora Churchill will be due up for the Red Hawks in the bottom of this frame. Another chance to uh, pick on Maya Porter and add some more runs to their tally. One-two pitch from Laney Churchill. Swing, and she laces a grounder to right field. A two-out single for Maya Porter. Her, her, Her third of the game, believe it or not. Nice job, Maya. She got that bat out in front of that one that time and really made a nice nice uh, connection over to right field. She's at first now with two down. Here's Danica Cox. Freshman versus freshman. First pitch in the dirt, 1-0. Danica's had a walk and a single here in game two. She had a big hit in game one. Cardinals haven't scored since the fourth inning. Next pitch is popped foul and out of play. One ball, one strike. Oh, what just happened, Murph? Yeah. What's going on there? I didn't, uh, it was out of play, wasn't it? I thought it was out of play too, but uh, it's a third out. We head to the bottom of the six. Cardinals leading 10 to five. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. If you're a farmer, your land is your work site. Maybe hunting land or maybe your home, but mostly your land is your investment. Midwestern Realty Group in Coldwater knows that your land is your legacy. And to grow it, you may want to expand. How do you do that with rising interest rates and record low inventory? You contact us here at Midwestern Realty Group. We are opportunity creators. As our name implies, we are a group, a team really, of 18 real estate professionals. With over 300 combined years of experience, that works for you. Half our team owns lake property and or vacant land. All of our team owns property. We know what we're doing through the highs and lows of real estate sales. We're one of Branch County's top listing and selling offices every year. Put our team and experience to work for you. For farmland, vacant land, vacation and hunting land, or for your dream home. We're ready to provide you opportunity. I'm Jill. I'm Doug. I'm Carrie. Michelle here. I'm Sharon. And this is Jim Bowers. And we are Midwestern Realty Group at 685 East Chicago Road in Coldwater and online at MidwesternRealty.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. All right, Murph, you got an earful. uh, uh, You heard the explanation from the umpire as to why that half inning ended a bit prematurely on that uh, foul ball hit by Danica Cox. Yeah, it's a good thing you got the field mic down there. (laughs) We over... What does the 50th anniversary of Title IX mean? It means I'm valued, I'm empowered, I can do anything. 
It means I'll pave the way for every girl who plays high school sports in the future. Just like every female student, coach, official, and administrator blazed the trail for me. Because every student deserves the opportunity to play. Encourage girls you know to participate in Michigan high school sports. This message presented by the MHSAA and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. I'll never forget the day I decided to go out for the football team. Mr. Banks, the JV football coach and my history teacher, asked me to stay after class. I thought I was in trouble. He said, hey, Darius, have you thought about going out for football? I think you'd be great. Fact is, I never played football. Fact is, I never had anyone tell me I'd be great at something. So, with no experience at all, I signed up. And a week later, I padded up and was running drills on the field. I never was great, but playing high school sports was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I was accepted by my teammates, and I learned that when someone believes in you, you can believe in yourself. Encourage a student you know to take part in a high school sport. This message presented by the MHSAA and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. Let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The love of the game draws us to sports as players, coaches, spectators, and officials. For officials, it's a way to stay in the game they once played, to feel the thrill of putting on the uniform, stepping out of the playing surface, hustling to make the call, and building the relationships which can only be built in sports. If you still have that love for the game, we always need new officials. Register now at MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Two outs, bottom of the sixth inning, but while we were away, Marshall was able to manufacture uh, yet another run. Uh, Emily Hurst had doubled with one out. Came home on a 5-3 ground out. Third baseman to first. It's 10-6. Base is empty two down. Bottom of the sixth inning. Here's Brielle Kelly. Yeah, the Cardinals committed another error in that uh, in that play that allowed the runner to get to third and then come home on that ground out. Marin DeVoe with a nice play ranging from her third base spot to throw out the second out. Two and out of the count on Brielle Kelly. Two outs here in the bottom of the sixth. Maya... Porter hanging tough here. Squaring up to Bunt. Gets a strike one. Three balls and a strike on Brielle Kelly. I wasn't exactly paying attention because I was tending to technical difficulty, but uh, Emily Hurst is got on board on uh, what is being called an E7, a fielding error by the left fielder. Yeah, she, she came home on the ground out by Cora Churchill. Now Brielle Kelly. 3-2 count, swing and a fly ball foul. Yeah, Hurst, uh, she had a nice hit down the left field line. Could have been 
either a single or a double, but then throwing air allowed her to get the third and then come home. Swing and a grounder. Nice stop by Riley Van Aken, but it's a low throw to first, and hell, he's going to be safe. Outstanding play by shortstop Van Aken. Ranging to her left, dove, knocked the ball down from a prone position, made the throw over to Scheid, but just too late to get the runner. Here comes Hannah Burdett. Couple of singles in this game. First pitch got away from nicely, and Kelly advances to second on the pass ball. Well, Marshall has crawled back in this one. 10-6 in the bottom of the sixth. There's two outs. They have another runner in scoring position here at second base. 1-0, the count on uh, Burdett. And before the next pitch, a conference at the circle. Yep, Carly Nisley calls timeout, getting the entire infield together with pitcher Porter. No Coach DeBoe on in this one, just a player's confab. They call it a player's only meeting, huh? Yeah. Carly taking some leadership there with that one. So here's Burdett. She's got a uh, 1-0 count on her. Swing and a foul back to the backstop. One and one. Two outs. Burdett's two for three tonight. She has had singles her last two times up. She is the cleanup hitter. 1-1 pitch. Grounder. Knocked down by Riley Van Aken. Rounding third is Brielle Kelly. She's going to score. It's 10 to 7. Well, that ball was hit up the middle, and Van Aken nearly got to the ball just off her glove. Trickles into center field, allowed the runner to score, and here comes Coach DeBoe out now. Looks like we're going to get a pitching change. And it's going to be Alexis Bills pitching. It looks like this is going to be a safe situation here for uh, Alexis Bills because it's now a three-run lead, 10-7. to seven. Looks like uh, <clears throat> maybe Maya is going to go to left field. As that is Morgan Dancer coming to the dugout. Right. Yeah, that's that sure is what it looks like. And then Bill's coming to the hill, try and get this, uh, what amounts to is going to be hopefully four outs in a save situation, as you say. We'll take this one-minute break, 10-7 to 7 Cardinals, bottom of the sixth inning, two outs, runner on first. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. Hey, who's got team spirit? We do. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing, and embroidery. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey, and here at Integrity, we specialize in expressing your team spirit with your school logo T-shirts, varsity jackets, and even winter items like coats, scarves, and hats. But we're much more than that. We design and print promotional items, banners, and more. We'll print it up, and you show it off. Call 27. 27- 8101. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. Folding a fitted sheet, programming the thermostat, matching your socks. 
Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your home doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like finding that missing sock. That's simple human sense. The no problem people, your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Oh, Alexis Bills is now pitching for the Cardinals, and it looks like Maya Porter, he said she moved to left field. Yes. Mm-hmm. Replacing uh, Morgan Dancer, who is the flex player. We got that all set up in the uh, top of the seventh inning when we get there. Ten to seven, Cardinal lead has been shaved to three. First pitch to Bailey Parker was fouled and out of play. Yep, Cardinals at one time led nine to one after uh, two and a half innings, but boy, Marshall has hung tough. A liner foul to the first base side, and just like that, Bailey Parker is behind on the count, nothing in two. It was the Cardinals with a game one win, just an exciting, well-played game, two to one. 0-2 pitch, swing, and it's a strike three on the foul tip into the catcher's glove. First strikeout for Alexis Bills, looking to finish things up for the Cardinals. We head to the seventh inning, Cardinals up three on the Redhawks, 10 to seven. To Cardinal Softball on WTVB. Are you looking to trade up or buy your first RV? Either way, your first stop should be Halet's Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers in Coldwater. I'm Chase Halet. Hi, I'm Vanessa Halet. When you shop here first, you'll find an incredible inventory and some incredibly low prices on pre-loved RVs just waiting for a new home. I'm American. My mom is right. We're proud to offer you this selection because we help people sell their RVs. So you get the deal. Mylon here. Some of these units are like new. We have campers from two 2001, right up to last year. Shop here first. Check out the selection and prices. If you check elsewhere, you'll see that Halitz Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers is your best choice. Our goal is to make your next family vacation one that fits your budget. And offer you an opportunity to create some great family memories. Now, if you'd like to sell your RV, we can do that too. We do all of the work so you don't have to. All you have to do is just pick up a check. We can sell your RV, boat, car, or trailer. Come see us at Halitz Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, two miles east of Meyer on US 12 Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. <laughs> 10 runs, 14 hits, now five errors for the Cardinals. Seven runs, 11 hits, and an error for the Marshall Redhawks. We head to the seventh inning. Uh, something that you didn't really expect to see the way this game has played out uh, with uh, potentially the Interstate 8 Championship on the line. Uh, I mean, hopefully uh, by this time tomorrow, we could be talking about a league championship for the Cardinals. Yeah, it uh, just uh, opposite of game one that was so well played and so clean and quick. This one's kind of had a little more of a little more of mistakes. Some interesting plays we've seen. And a couple of freshman pitchers to boot. Yeah. Well, the Cardinals chase the starter, Emily Hurst, away, but Laney Churchill has more than held her own when she came in. Would have to think she's uh, had a good season at the JV level, the way she looks here. Our scoreboard operator agrees. 
2-0 the count on Danica Cox. She was, remember, up to bat back in the top of the sixth inning when Maya Porter was called out for leaving first base early. 2-1. Swing and a line drive right to Ella Wilson, the second baseman. Yep, that ball just off the end of Danica's bat and it's kind of dying as it got to the second baseman. She was able to pick it up off her shoe tops. Here's the final line on starting pitcher Maya Porter. She had given up seven runs, four of them earned on 11 hits, one walk, one strikeout, and five and two-thirds innings of work. No balls and a strike on Brooklyn Carey, one out, top of the seventh inning. Cardinal lead has been shaved to three. Next pitch, check swing. It's have, ball one. Have we heard anything from uh, the boys' boys baseball score of late, Sean? Well, I have not bothered to check because of the way this game has transpired. It's going to be a very interesting bottom of the seventh inning. See if uh, Alexis Bills can close it out. Well, she did an outstanding job in game one. Of course, with... Kenzie Scheid sort of on the shelf right now, pitching-wise. It's going to be up to the senior. Three and one, the count on Carey. On deck, we've got Marin DeBoe. Then it'll be the top of the order. The 3-1 pitch from Laney Churchill. Strike two, a full count. So you were wondering about baseball, bottom of the fourth inning. It's cold water on top of the Red Hawks, four to three. All right. Again, that's in the bottom of the fourth inning. Payoff pitch is strike three. <laughs> Brooklyn Carey rung up. Churchill now is adding up some of those strikeouts. Two outs, base is empty. That'll leave things up to Marin DeBoe. Now let's take a look and see who would be coming up for Marshall. Bottom of the seventh inning, trailing by three at the present time. It's going to be the six, seven, and eight hitters, Brooke Carden, Alexis Steely, and Laney Churchill. First pitch to DeBoe. Righty versus the left-handed hitting DeBoe. It's ball one. Cardinals 10 and the Red Hawks 7. Marin has plated four RBIs here in game two. There's a strike on the lower part of the plate, one and one. And one one pitch from Laney Churchill. Just missed on the outer part of the plate, two and one. Say three and one, yeah. Umpire Fox put up three and one. Okay then. Well, it's a good thing because Marin DeBoe just drew a walk. Two alt walk. She's on first and back to the top of the order. Carly nicely with a couple of singles, a sack fly, and a walk. Well, the Cardinals would love to get an insurance run here in the top of the seventh. Wonder if we might see Marin on the move over there. 
Two down, nicely the left-hand hitter stepping in. First pitch is ball one. Uh, you heard 122-122 coming from Coach Bill DeBow. Oh, Marin DeBow coming into this doubleheader, three for four on stolen bases. Not that many stolen bases as a team compared to the likes of Western and Marshall. Right. Yeah, Marshall came in with about twice as many steals on the season as the Cardinal. One and one on Carly Nicely, and we just heard Coach Bildebo shout out 124. In the dirt, DeBose taking off, and she'll get there without a throw. She's in scoring position now with two outs. Yep, looks like the wild pitch. Got her to second. Bounced in front of the plate. Two and one on Nisley. Next pitch. That's strike two, and the strike calls are getting a little later. <laughs> Caught the corner there. We got a 2 2 count now on Carly Nisley. Cardinals lead by three. 2 2 pitch. Swing, slow grounders picked up by the first baseman. Tosses to Ella Wilson, the second baseman, covering for the final out. That was a nice play. Second baseman got over there quickly to cover, and the first baseman got over to make the play in the soft toss. We head to the bottom of the seventh inning. The Cardinals hanging on to a three-run lead. In game two of our softball doubleheader, you're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Like to be a pet owner to something unusual? Something slimy? Hairy. Slithery. Or downright homely? Something that might even terrify the average person? Come to Jungle Pets. For the squeamish, don't worry. They also have cute and furry pets. New arrivals weekly. So stop by often or check their Facebook page. Jungle Pets also carries food and supplies for all the pets they sell, including live and frozen feeders that you won't find anywhere else in Branch County. Jungle Pets in downtown Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 10 runs, 14 hits, 5 errors for the Coldwater Cardinals. 7 runs, 11 hits, 1 error for the Marshall Redhawks. Alexis Bills back on the circle, hoping to hold off the Marshall Redhawks and allow the Cardinals to gain a two-game lead over Marshall heading into the final night of Interstate 8 play coming up on Tuesday. Cardinals coming into this game. Well, they won the opener of the doubleheader 2-1. to one. They improved to 10-1 in the league, 25-8 overall. Marshall dropped to 24-10, and 9-2 in the league. First pitch, the leadoff hitter, Brooke Carden, is a strike. She's scheduled to be followed by Alexis Steely and Laney Churchill. Certainly a chance to be I-8 champs here. Well, of course, 
Both Marshall and Coldwater have league doubleheaders coming up tomorrow. The Cardinals against Lumen Christie, the Red Hawks against Winless Hastings. So we could officially say if the Cardinals get the win here by this time tomorrow, we can officially crown them league champions, depending upon how they do against Lumen Christie. The 0-2 pitch is fouled off the handle in foul territory. Cardinal with an 0-2 count. As we've seen all throughout the season, you never want to count your competition out. Swing, line drive, drops into fair territory along the third baseline. Rounding first and heading to second with a stand-up leadoff double is Brooke Carden. Well, it's a way to start it out for the Red Hawks out of this bottom of the seventh, you'd like to. Let's see if Alexis Bills now can dig in against Steely here. She had a single her last time up. She's one for three here in game two. Cardinals have a three-run lead. Steely was swinging for the fences on that first pitch from Bills. Nothing in one. Steely from the right-hand side of the plate awaits the pitch by Bills. Swing, and it sounded like a foul tip. It was a foul tip, nothing in two on Steely. So with your uh, vast baseball knowledge, would Bills be in line for a save or a victory if she can hold off the Red Hawks? Swing, grounder, foul toward the Marshall dugout. Yeah, it would be a save. They... Uh, Never, the, the lead has never changed, so Maya would actually be in line for the win, and Alexis Bills here, the save. That's what I thought, 0-2 pitch. Rise ball outside, 1-2. I think Let you mentioned what, Bills finished up previous game that, uh, was it Maya that had started that one? It was the game that Danica Cox started oh, yeah. against Hanover Horton. Mm -hmm. Swing and a miss, strike three. First out, bottom of the seventh inning. Maya Porter pitched a complete game victory in the nightcap of last Thursday's twin bill against Hanover Horton. We mentioned how this twin bill had been twice delayed. April 25th, it was originally set to be played, but it was a weather situation. First pitch to Laney Churchill is a strike. Then, of course, it was originally going to be played last Friday, but uh, it was uh, declared just after noon last Friday that the game was going to be postponed until today, and swing and a miss, strike two on Laney Churchill. When we saw the light, steady rain falling the rest of the afternoon, that was a very good call on the part of both Nick Dent, the Marshall AD, and Todd Farmer, the Coldwater AD. It was, you know, and just a just a beautiful day to play today. Ooh, that was a close one outside, one and two. Alexis brought the heat on that one, but just off the corner. Here's the one-two pitch. Swing, foul over the backstop. He's keeping that ball on the outside part of the plate against Lane Churchill. Cardinals 10 and the Red Hawks 7. Marshall has a runner in scoring position at second. Swing, line drive right back to Bills. 
looks the base runner, Brooke Carden back towards second. So two down, bottom of the seventh inning, Cardinals with a three-run lead. That'll lead things up to the DP, Helena Gombas. One for three with a double. Bills alertly turned towards second base to see if they could double up the runner, but Cardinals didn't have anyone right there quickly to catch the ball and make it a tag. It's a big gap in the corner infielders. First mm -hmm. pitch is in the dirt. 1-0 on Gombas. Riley Rice from her second base position always hustles back to the bag when the runner is at second. 1-0 pitch. Another good stop by Nicely. And Rice just did uh, what you explained, uh, rush back toward the second sack. Yeah. Being a right-hand hitter here, she's going to be the one that... 2-0 pitch is fouled and out of play over the press box, slash concession stand, 2-1. and one. Coldwater 10, Marshall 7. The Cardinals won the opener of the doubleheader, 2-1. to one. Complete game victory for Alexis Bills. Swing, high fly ball to left field. Maya Porter calling for it. Catches, game over. Cardinals have a two-run, uh, two-game lead in the Interstate 8 as they hold off the Red Hawks. 10-7 victory. 10-7, Cardinals on the heels of that 2-1 win in the opener, so they take the sweep here at Wise Field in Marshall. So Coldwater improves to 26-8 and eight overall, and they improve to 11-1 in the Interstate 8. A two-game lead over the Marshall Redhawks atop the league standings. The uh, Redhawks drop to 9-3 in the league, 24-11 and 11 overall. Two vastly different games uh, that we saw here. The opener, which we saw play to its completion before we hit the air. Real pitcher's duel. A lot of manufactured runs taking advantage of errors and then uh, a couple of uh, rookie pitchers took the spotlight here in the nightcap. Maya Porter for Coldwater and then Laney Churchill uh, in relief for Marshall. Yeah, and I saw in the the handshake line, the high five line, if you will. Uh, Kenzie Scheid, her right hand wrist has some tape on it. She was using her left hand to, to make contact with uh, the Red Hawk players. So yeah, it was nice to, to not have to use her on the mound tonight. Maya gave uh, almost six innings of work to Coach DeBoe and Alexis Bills to finish it up. Post-game report coming up. You're listening to Cardinal Softball on WTVB. Hey, Dean, I've heard Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is celebrating 35 years in business. So that must make you at least... Let's not talk about age, Ken. Unless we're talking about the 35 years Mobilia has been helping folks all over the area find good quality new and used cars, trucks, vans, and Jeeps. Sure, let's talk about that. And about your inventory. You must have at least 100 vehicles in the lot. You don't see that much these days. You're right, Ken. We got a great selection of over 100 vehicles on our lot, and we offer guaranteed credit approval. Don't buy anywhere else unless you've checked out our vehicles. 
Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Jerry Eck, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Corey Ibiza, Brian Bobilia, or me, Dean Bobilia. And Bobilia also offers service to maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on US 12 across the airport or visit Bobilia.com. Celebrating 35 years at Bobilia. When this is a waterfall in nature, there's no cause for concern. But when it's the sound of water pouring through your living room ceiling because a pipe burst inside the wall, you need to call SurfPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties at 800-SURF-PRO. Only the cleanup specialists at SurfPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties can help make fire and water damage like it never even happened. So call 800-SURF-PRO when water threatens your home or business. SurfPro, fire and water, cleanup and restoration. Independently owned and operated. When this is a crackling campfire, there's no cause for concern. But when it's the sound of your cabinets cracking and smoldering following a fire that's damaged your entire kitchen, you need to call SurfPro, a branch in South Calhoun Counties at 800-SURF-PRO. Only the cleanup specialists at SurfPro, a branch in South Calhoun Counties, can make fire and water damage like it never even happened. So call 800-SURF-PRO when fire threatens your home or business. SurfPro, fire and water, cleanup and restoration, independently owned and operated. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Back at Wise Field and Marshall, Sean Watson, Mike Murphy, and Coldwater head softball coach Delda, Bill DeBow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I, I was thinking uh, Delden Doyle from uh, uh, the Archie Comics for some reason. Cardinals swept the uh, Redhawks 2-1 to in the opener. They survived the nightcap 10-7 to improve to 25-9 overall, 11-1 in the Interstate 8. Coach, by this time tomorrow... We might be talking about a league championship for the Cardinals. Yeah, it'll be the first one that I've gotten under my uh, belt, and we're looking kind of forward to it. That was kind of our goal out today. You know, if we had to split, we could, but that was kind of drawing the line, and we were hoping to take two out of them today, and we got the job done. Yeah, interesting that uh, it would transpire since uh, we got a case of the walking wounded uh, on, on your team. Got a few injuries we're trying to nurse back and uh, put ice and tape on it, and our med kits uh, <laughs> Uh, not stocked anymore. So I was going to say, Ken- Kenzie Shide, you were explaining to us, uh, got hit by uh, a pitch. During hit by the, a pitch, yep, right uh, on top of the bone. During the uh, uh, Hanover-Horton doubleheader Correct. last week, and uh, basically kind of the same thing happening to Riley Van Aken. Uh, she's just hitting the ball so hard that uh, just got a bruise on that thumb, and it's a hard one to uh, work over right now. So, you know, swinging the bat, that's one thing, and... But we're going to do job done. We got a couple extra hitters in there that we can use. Yeah, what a what a t- uh, position to put uh, Maya Porter just uh, fresh off the JV and uh, trying to get a W uh, here uh, with uh, all the firepower that uh, Marshall has had to show. We knew they put the ball in play, and uh, with Maya pitching, I had no doubts, and they were going to put the ball in play. So when we uh, got in a little trouble there, I'm like, let her work her way out. You know, she is a freshman, so she's got to work her way out, and she was a little. Um, shaking there for a bit, but uh, our offense did the job, you know, and if you got offense behind you like that, our pitchers can give in a little bit, but uh, when it came down to it, we need to get the job done, and Alexis Bills came back in and got the job done. And then uh, one other note, uh, Marshall's starting pitcher had to come out after the Cardinals picked on her in the second game. Uh, what a job by uh, their pitcher, Laney Churchill, to limit any further damage from the Cardinal offense. We had quite the pitchers do in game one. We put the ball in play. We had runners on, but uh, we had quite a few mistakes base running today, and that's what cost us a few runs. 
Boy, that first game, otherwise than a few base running, uh, mm-hmm. just such a clean high school game. I tell you, my heart was beating pretty good in that first game. The last couple innings, I'm like, we got to get this. And uh, when we let up that first run, I'm like, all right, we still got a chance here. And we came out in that seventh inning and put the ball in play and played a little bit of small ball and made it happen. Well, you had four freshmen on the field at one time uh, through the majority tonight. Uh, boy, just getting some great contributions from them. Uh, we had our, against Northwest, we had five freshmen in at one time. And when we finally realized that, it's like, you know, our freshmen are pulling their weight this year. <laughs> Similar to what we saw on the basketball court. Yes, exactly. And uh, the uh, volleyball court as well, as seeing your, your daughter come in on a, on a <laughs> Uh, to uh, play a server after they shut down uh, Ellie Foley. Yeah, and she, setter, never, yep. she never ser- set before. So Nope, nope. So, as I said, that freshman class, a lot of hard worker, and they're willing to play anywhere. Every time I ask the girls, this is, hey, have you played here? She's like, nope, but I will. So that just kind of shows you the spirit of the girls, and they're willing to be teammates and do whatever job they need to do to get it done. Speaking of uh, uh, your daughter, Marin, Riley Rice, and Kenzie Scheid, each tripled in this game. Scheid also doubled. Bills had to double as the Cardinals collected 14 hits total. Red Hawks collected 12 hits. So It didn't seem like in the last three innings I didn't think we hit the ball at all today. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, and then you look ahead, Coach. You're going to be right back here next Tuesday. Yeah. Um, you know, it's tough beating them three times in a row on their home field, and we got little more uh, season left, and we've got Otsego and Lumen Christie this week. So we're going to tighten up a little bit and make sure we get it done next week. So what do you expect out of uh, tomorrow's doubleheader against Lumen? Lumen's uh, a little on the weak side. they got a couple wins this year, but uh, we'll work on some things that we need to, and hopefully defense is one of those. And uh, hopefully uh, get some of those injured players back closer to 100% for the uh, tournament run. I'll try to give them some rest. Um, if we don't have to use them, you know, every day is just one one step closer to getting healed. Bill DeBeau, head coach of the Cardinals, uh, thanks for your time all season long. Uh, good luck uh, the rest of this week and into the postseason. Hopefully we'll be able to pick you up uh, down the road. Look forward to it. Thanks, Sean. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Coach. It's Bill DeBeau joining us on our post-game show for the victorious Cardinals, who improved to 25-9 and overall, 11-1 and in the Interstate 8. Two-game lead over the Red Hawks atop the league standings. Ten runs on 14 hits and five errors. Seven runs, 12 hits, and one error for the Marshall Redhawks. Uh, they dropped to 24 and 11 overall, nine and three in league play. We mentioned uh, the heavy hitters. Uh, Kenzie Scheid tripled and doubled uh, for her two hits. DeBow and Rice also tripled. Bills had a double. Maya Porter, the winning pitcher, five and two-thirds innings pitched. Gave up seven runs, four of them earned on 11 hits, one walk, one strikeout. Alexis Bills, an inning and a third to pick up the save, did not give up a run, only allowed one hit, no walks, and two strikeouts. Uh, The losing pitcher, Emily Hurst, gave up nine runs, all of them earned on eight hits, three walks, and two strikeouts for Marshall and Laney Churchill. One run, five hits, one walk, four strikeouts in her four and a third innings of relief duty. That was, boy, she uh, she definitely uh, looked good there. We may see her in the future here. We get back here in a week. Let's go ahead and take this one final break for your local area McDonald's restaurants and then name our McDonald's player of the game. 
Are you or your kids looking for a job with a flexible work schedule with a higher pay scale than ever? The perfect opportunity is available at your local McDonald's. All three McDonald's locations in Coldwater, Quincy, and Bronson have openings right now. They'll work around school and sports schedules, and they're paying up to $14 per hour based on availability. Stop in for more information or go online to McDonald's.com. Find that perfect, great-paying job right now at your local McDonald's. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. With our McDonald's player of the game, honorable mention to Kenzie Scheid, who doubled and tripled in that game. Uh, Alexis Bills getting the win in the opener, picking up the save in the nightcap, and she doubled in this game. Yeah, yeah, and Maya had, what, three hits here in game two to go with uh, her mound duties. So uh, quite a few, uh, quite a few opportunities. But don't, th- don't forget uh, Marin DeBow tripled, as did Riley Rice. Yep, so uh, we thought we would go with Marin DeBow with, uh, boy, she had a couple of big hits early, brought in four runs with a couple of uh, big key base hits. And that was in the opener, and again, here she tripled in the nightcap. Congratulations to Marin DeBow, our McDonald's player of the game, uh, as we mentioned to Coach DeBow, by this time tomorrow, the Cardinals could be Interstate 8 champions. Absolutely, and you know, they've, they've had a strong season. They want to, sounds like, main main goal is to get healthy for the tournament run. Meanwhile, over at Joe Cooper Field, bottom of the sixth inning, nightcap of the baseball doubleheader, Coldwater and Marshall tied at four apiece. Cardinals lost the opener to the Red Hawks 4-2. Yes, they did, and then what had the lead last we knew in uh, game two? But again, now they're tied. Tied up, okay, yeah. Bottom of the sixth inning. So we will next see the Cardinal baseball team on Thursday as they wrap up their regular season hosting at Sego at Lau Field. The Cardinals are going to host Lumen Christie, the uh, uh, Interstate A champions with an 11-1 league mark uh, coming into tomorrow's uh, twin bill. That's coming up tomorrow, and then Thursday they close out the regular season against Otsego. We'll join the action in progress Thursday afternoon at about 5.25, following Thursday's edition of the Evening Journal. And that's all leading up to the very next night, this Friday, the Cardinals opening up play in the Division II district that they will be hosting, and Penfield's going to come to Lau Field next Friday. This Friday, this Friday. Yeah, and just sounds like some wonderful weather on tap, too, you know, finally, finally this yes. spring. So, uh, yeah, if you get out to Lau Field to see some of that action or down to the Rotary Softball and, uh, you know, take it in. If not, tune us in as we uh, finish up the regular season. That's the story from here at Wise Field in Marshall for Justin Lapshire and for Mike Murphy, Sean Watson signing off from the softball home of the Marshall Redhawks. Cardinals sweep the Red Hawks, take a two-game lead in the Interstate 8 standings, heading into the final night of the regular season. Cardinals winning the opener 2-1, to one, took the nightcap 10-7. to seven. Until Thursday from Lowfield, good night, everyone. Tonight's action brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Obelia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Branch County Abstract and Title, Case Realty Group, Diana and Jordan Butler, Financial Advisors with Edward Jones, CNO Insurance, CEM Supply, Keeley's Jewelry, El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, SKWIP PC, Aylitz Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers, Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing and Embroidery, Jungle Pets, Matt Halen Homes, McDonald's of Branch County, Midwestern Realty Group, Nottawa Gas Company of Tecancha and Nottawa, Surf Pro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties, Union Pallet and Container, 
EJ West, financial advisor with Edward Jones, and Jay Wright, financial advisor with Edward Jones. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater.